What's happening, Arsenal Nation? It's your boys Adele and uh, the Baker with another episode of Scarf Live Podcast. Insert intro music. So dramatic. The Baker, how you doing, brother? We made the playoffs, and that's really all that matters, I think, at the end of the day. So I feel, I feel fine. I, f- I feel overly, all things considered, I feel pretty good, I think. I think there's more than making the playoffs that matters. We did make the playoffs. We made them ahead of our 51-point curve, if you remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. We uh, the uh, And just for those who are joining us, since we've last discussed the 51-point curve, it's so there's 34 games in a regular season, 17 at home, 17 away. The quick rough math that, you know, back, back of the napkin, as they say, that Adele came up with was 17 home games, and it's the old adage of win at home and try to tie on the road. So winning at home and losing on the road would result in exactly 51 points, which is what we believe was the minimum required to make the playoffs. Turns out it's not. It looks like it'll probably be somewhere around 48, 49, which, you know. Well, we'll see how the weekend goes. But right. I do think more than making the playoffs matters. Over the last week, couple of weeks, we'll touch up on a couple of things here. We did make the playoffs. So let me tell them what we're going to tell them that we get into it. Sounds good. Nick Romando played his last ever home regular season game. That's 100% for sure. Well, I'll never say never. No, I'm <laughs> saying never. Also, there's about a 67% chance, according to uh, 538. Is that what they're called? Oh, yeah, the uh, the, the uh, like probability statistics folks. Yeah. That he played the last home game ever. Because they're giving us a 33% chance of making the playoffs. Well, no, no. Well, depending on what Hosting a playoff game. Hosting the first round. Yeah. Depending on what happens, we, you know. I disagree with that number. Then we did make the playoffs. I mean, math doesn't really care, but okay. Also, our uh, GM is no longer our GM, Craig Weibel. And we had an official send-off of Tony Beltran. Yes, we did. So we'll talk about all those things. Also, I would like to cover one other thing. Which is? The number nine is officially unretired yeah. for Real Salt Lake. Didn't we post something on the page about that, like when it happened? Yeah, I'm sure we did. Yeah. Yeah, it we, happened. We, uh, we, we posted happened Jason, during the 09 game. We posted Jason Kreiss's official... I am unretiring the number nine. Yeah, I think I think his like line was I'm giving it back or something. I'm seeing a lot of excitement. So yeah, let, let mean, me let me play contrary. Contrarian. No, Finish the I, word. I like it better my way. It's wrong your way. The thought, the idea that over the years we didn't actually not sign people. To play a proper number nine because the actual number nine was not available is ludicrous. 
Yeah, I don't think that happened that much, if ever. Did it ever happen? I mean, soccer comes with egos. Like, I'm not privy to all of the conversations that, you know, Craig Weibel was having when he was here and with whom he was having them. Like, I am sure that players exist who will turn down a deal if they can't get their jersey number. Like, I could see some South American big shot going like, what do you mean? Like, you know, it's not a thing outside the United States. If you there know? was a South American big shot whom we were about to sign and the only pending issue was actually wearing number nine. Right. I have over the Craig, years. Craig Weibel should have been fired right then and there. I, <laughs> if, if that was the reason they didn't sign. I have over the yeah. years not giving too much credit to our front office, mm-hmm. especially Craig Weibel. Maybe we'll get into Craig Weibel later. Yes, we will at length, I imagine. But I give him more credit than not letting a guy sign because of that number nine. That's when you just text Jason Christ and just say, hey, heads up, we're giving a number nine away. Yeah. Done deal. Right. I don't think it's – I. let me put it like this. I don't think it has kept players from the roster, but I don't think it's impossible. Um, but, yeah, it, it's – I think, yeah. Anyway, so – It's good to have it back. There's a subsection of RSL Nation that currently thinks we're going to get this, like, flood of actual number nines coming in because number nine officially is uh, unretired. Right. I don't think that's been what's what's holding us up. I, <laughs> RSL Nation, I love you, but if you think that, that's stupid. I, I don't know where you – I don't think – I don't think it's – I don't think what you're describing is a very prevalent thought. I think you – No, I've things. seen it. Frequently, you haven't seen it more than four times. Show it to me. Show it to me. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You've got all week more than four times. I'll I, buy. I, I'll I, buy your next burrito. I heard it on a podcast. No, <laughs> just like it a hasn't few hours kept, ago. It hasn't kept people from signing. But uh, I know that. I, I know. No, I listen I to the same. I know what you're there, referencing. There, there they are, didn't say it kept people. from Oh, they but, didn't say but that. There's this. They like, didn't say that. There's this like it's unretired, and there's this subsection of sub thought of. You're adding we're, this we're, next part. We're we're just gonna. Well, I'm I'm obviously paraphrasing as I'm understanding it. No, there's gonna be a flood of number nines. Like holy cow, bro! We we have to build like a dam or a wall. No one said that, right? No just that. to keep out all the you're, number nines who are gonna be signing. You're gonna be signing with us now, like man. Next year we're gonna have like eight number nines available because the number nine is no longer around. Actually, starting 11 of just number nines. Finish every game like 34-30. If anyone ever does not end up signing with a club because they have a number not available to them, that's sad. Yeah. I, I don't mean, think it happens. The, I also think the scenario you're describing the about his, fans history isn't books, happening History either. books are full of players going to clubs and taking numbers they don't usually wear and being wear fine about it and being okay about it. I mean, there's exceptions like Cristiano Ronaldo going to Juventus. He took on the number seven mm-hmm. because CR7 is a brand. That's his thing now. That's a, that. That's not now. It's been that for a decade now. Yeah, it wasn't like but no one knew what that was before he did it, though. And I feel like that's that what really mean. took off pretty recently. Yeah. Um, I'll bet you anything Ibrahimovic can go to any club and I mean he'll probably get his number but I don't think he will not go to a club because that number is not available no you make the number available for somebody like Ibrahimovic and I remember uh, I remember um, Edin Dzeko going to Manchester City Mm -hmm. number 11 9 or 11 is his preferred number always 
signed the contract, nine and eleven were taken, so he wore ten. Like it just like you don't not go yes. to a club because your number is not available. I'm That's pretty stupid. sure the twenty five some odd million euros helped help to All get over that, that, but that real that, quick. But that is what I mean. Yes, I also don't think the scenario like you're adding that second part. It, it's not as rampant as you're making it out to be. This this contingent of RSL nation that thinks all of a sudden we're gonna get a metric ton of number nines doesn't exist. I'm not letting you I, walk I'm, away. I'm with this willing one. to bet you anything right now. Yeah, four burritos. You have all week. Find me more than four examples. For example, we're gonna do a, we can do a, a, a what's it called a poll right now. No, no, no. Don't do a poll. Just find the examples. Poll. Don't do a poll. Don't oh, do a poll. Four is easy. Okay, then do it. Poll. You have I'm all gonna, week. I'm gonna to have show to go me work. Just show me I, four. I don't go it's work. easy. You said it was easy. How about this? It can't. Don't do a poll. No, here's a, a question. Don't do a poll. Don't do a poll. Will, Adam, I'm serious. Don't do a poll. Will unretiring the number nine help us sign an the way you're phrasing that, yes, most people, it, it will help. Number. It won't hurt. Okay, I'll give you, I'll, I'll handicap it. What do you want? Uh, it, it has to be as extreme as you're making it. It has to be like, is the fact that the number nine was retired the reason we couldn't sign a number nine? Because that's that? basically what you're saying, here's and what, that's not he, true. He, here's what the poll reads right now. Who believes that not having, that's what it said, who believes that uh Having the number nine retired in previous years has kept us from signing a number nine. That's what the poll should be. How do you? Uh, it's a That's yes what, or no. It's yeah. a yes, it has to be yes or no question. Yes. Do you think? Okay. Here we go. Hold on. Hold All right. On. Okay. I can't, dude. We're wasting so much. Can, nope, can we at we're least not. pause? This is awesome. This is not awesome. Do you? Think... Is this Facebook, by the way? Yes. Okay. Do you think? Yep. That having the number nine retired. But having the. I can literally just type number it. Number nine. I'm sorry. Why are you typing it? A retired in previous years. Just do. It's important. Okay. It's important. In previous years, resulted, resulted in RSL not in being able. RSL not being able. Uh huh. To sign a keep or to sign a striker. To sign a striker. Okay. Yes or no? And let me let me prove it. Look it. Looking. It is verbatim as you said. Okay, perfect. All right. Okay. What's your bet? A burrito. Oh, it's the standard bet. You're saying, should we do this? By the end of the show, like an hour from now, we'll see what the votes yeah. are? Sure. And you're saying the I'm answer saying will be yes. No, I'm saying the answer will be no. It what? hasn't It hasn't prevented us. Most most okay. people, okay. yeah. Uh, good point. Good right. Point. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't make me change okay. my okay. stance. Okay. I'm saying nobody actually believes that sentence. Perfect. Okay. And I think the majority of the feedback will be yes. Okay. Yeah. We'll see who gets to it between now. It's eight twenty, and and here's the thing, you know, I I, I I personally agree with the no. I would vote no, so don't right. go voting. I'm first not. Of all, I'm not because it's a silly argument. I there, agree, this, but you're the only human I know of making it. We'll see what happens. Here. Okay, are we? We're even on burritos right now. I I'm think, pretty right? sure you owe me like four, but it's fine. What you've <laughs> lost like the last three bets on air live? No, dude. We like it's always like. So I think the actual last one was the intro. I'm like, you changed our standard intro. And you're like, no, no, I didn't. And then we literally played a previous episode. And you're like, oh, yeah, I changed the standard intro. Right. So you owe me a burrito. 
But then you lost like the two previous. I that. named a specific one. So you were like I named specifics. One. I'm here yeah. naming specifics. All right, that's we're, all. We're, we're even. Zero, zero. We're also at a minimum five minutes in because that's when I started my timer. But I know oh, we've been going you, longer you than that. And we're, we have yet to talk about soccer. We're 12 minutes in, bro. Anyway, Jason Christ gave back the number nine. Number it's nine. It's awesome. Right up there next to Javi's number 11. It's the silliest thing that has ever been actually disputed by a fan group ever, in my opinion. You'd. Uh, let me rephrase the silliest non-political thing that has been disputed by a fan group ever let's move on Nick Romando played his last home game in regular season ever they gotta they gotta start dusting Rio Tinto way more frequently that place was causing allergies my eyes were sweating so much it was somebody was cutting onions in the corner I don't yeah, know I didn't, what's going I didn't on. get to that point, so I keep hearing that from people. Really? Yeah, I mean... I was fine, and then he started... He broke. He choked up a little. And I was like, dang it, Romando. I love Nick. I love what he has done for the club. So mm-hmm. let me let me say a couple of things about what Nick has done for the club. So the, the top-level stuff. Records in Major League Soccer history in starts, minutes, saves. Is uh, it PK I, saves? I think it still has PK saves. Minutes like that, played. Yeah. I mean, just about every single category you can think of. He has won everything but goalie of the year. And I do think... Which at this point is just like a running joke. Like, yes. I don't, if they offered it to him this year, I'd be like, don't take it. Right. Yeah, this, this would be like Michael Jordan winning an MVP award in 98, I think, or 97, was last year. Like, everyone knew he didn't deserve it. But they gave it to him because it was his last year. Nick Romando is more than that. So he's a soccer player. He's a, he's a legend. He's the greatest goalkeeper um, in Major League Soccer history, I think, without a doubt. There have been goalkeepers whose bodies of work in general have been up there with his and maybe in some cases slightly better. Tim Howard, hate the guy, but let's face it, the thing he did against Belgium in the World Cup is world-class, I think still the record for uh, saves in a World Cup game. Played overseas, played for United, and I think, what was it? Um, where did he play after United? I can't remember. But he played in, in England. Um, there are other goalkeepers who might be better goalkeepers, but they, they have made their names in some cases in, in other areas. In Major League Soccer, the greatest keeper, goalkeeper of all times is Nick Romando. Yeah, so I'm looking at like the all-time MLS records, and literally any like so you filter by the categories across the top, and I filtered like across like the first ten. Every single one of them, Nick Romano's yeah. name stays on top. Yeah, uh, games won, games played, games started, and PK, PK saved, shots stopped, everything. But I think that's only part of the story, because I think Nick Romano, on top of the 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 uh, performance on the soccer field mm-hmm. in between the soccer posts also became a legend within the community because of how he carried himself, because of how he yeah. persevered be- despite having to work with what he had to work with. Right. Um, because of the way he was... I mean, I met him once. Mm-hmm. I just reposted that picture earlier. Yeah, I saw that. That was cool. I met him once, and you were out of town, so there's that. Christmas. It was Christmas Eve, I think. Mm-hmm. Cheers to you, it looks like. Cheers to you. Bar in downtown, this must have been four or five years ago. Something like that. I can't remember. The most easygoing, approachable person I've ever met in my life. A famous person I've ever met in my life. Right? He's the most famous person you've ever met? Yeah. No, no. The the most approachable. Right. 
easygoing famous person I've ever met. Yeah, like, he's was, he's one of the he's one of the guys. He's a bro. There's a hundred stories out there that of people who have met him, whom mm -hmm. he was nice to, yeah, easy, like not one of those stuck up, you no, know, not at all types of dudes. I've met other famous people, and it usually comes up with a stuck upness mm -hmm. to them. Um, Nick Romando is absolute staple, a legend, the greatest of all times in his position in yeah. Major League Soccer ever. Right. I think at the end of the day, he might be the, the over the next 10, 20 years, mm -hmm. Nick Romando might be the only player we have ever had who is considered the greatest still at that point in his position of all times that has actually played for Real Salt Lake. Jason Christ was awesome. Local legend because he was our first player signed. He scored our first ever goal. He won us our first ever championship as a coach. Awesome. Javi Morales was probably the most skillful player that has, for an extended period of time, played for Real Salt Lake. Right. I still think Burrito is the most skilled player that has ever played for Real Salt Lake. Sure. But he was here for like an afternoon, right? right? And his dog got sick. I think, I think Kyle Beckerman is like just encompasses and and is is everything Real Salt Lake is. But Kyle Beckerman is Real Salt Lake, right? But at the end of the day, records, trophies, yeah, achievements do matter. It's cool to have the guy that's the best at that thing in the league be at your club. And I think he will be the best so long. in many of those categories for a long time to come. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I'm looking at like games and there's like a like there's a, there's north of a 100 game difference between him and number 2 and I think number 2's already retired. Um it's it's the longevity of that career like the league has changed in such a way that I think that as, as far as like good goalkeepers it'll be impossible to break those records for for a while. Yeah. Just cuz um just because dudes won't won't stick around the league that long, and I would say if there's if there are players who are on his level, goalkeepers on his mm -hmm. level, going forward, they don't stick around. Right, right. What's the guy from um, uh, F, uh, Stefan, Stefan Zach, Fry? Yeah, no, Zach Effen, Streffen, Freffen, whatever. The guy that just signed for City and oh yeah, down yeah, 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 back to Columbus, right? Yeah, from Columbus. Yeah. Like the, the, there's there's a guy who who might be a more skilled player or goalkeeper and but but I think the the trend will follow more and more what he's doing which is showcase themselves in the MLS and leave so I think it just adds another reason for why I think those records will not be taken over anytime soon it's also Zach Steffen just by the way yeah I, I did say that initially I mean, you said a lot of things that weren't his name. But initially, I said Zach Steffen. I don't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. We will. We will play that back, sir. All right. So let's move on. Uh, anything else on Nick Romando? Retired. We'll obviously talk about him. Yes, I do. Still believe we need a, a full episode on him. Maybe this is one of our off-season episodes. A good forty-five minutes talking yeah. about nothing but Nick Romando. Retired. It was awesome. Having said all of that, I still think I'm still hoping to see. A few of Nick Romando's best ever games over the next couple of games. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it, like just because we had the party doesn't mean the run's over. You know, like the the dude is still 
I mean, let's acknowledge the fact that the game that we were kind of celebrating him and his career also happened to be one of his more shaky games. Yeah. That that didn't necessarily pair well. That, you know, like in all probability and in, in all likelihood with the Vancouver game, I'm hoping he bounces back and just kind of returns to form. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think if Romano can make one or two saves that keep us in a game we have no business being in, especially if that game has to be on the road, that's that's your goalie's job. Keep you, keep you in a game longer. Especially if that game happens to be uh, in the playoffs. Well, yeah, that, that's that's. I mean, at this point, it's we're making the playoffs. We we know for a fact that unless injury or some kind of crazy crazy suspension happens, Nick Romano will play two more games at least mm-hmm. in RSL jersey. Yeah, chances are both away. We'll get no, to that in a second. No chances are according to five. 38. 38. Yeah. Right. We know the next one's away. Yes, we do. Right. Vancouver. So, I do, by the way, I still don't agree with those numbers. But before we get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. let's let's get into one other guy we haven't talked about much that left. Yeah. GM. Oh, I thought you were going to mention Tony. Oh, uh, we talked about Tony extensively. I mean, in theory, we talked about Nick Romano right, let, 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 Let's talk quickly See, about that's Tony. my problem. That's my problem. The dude spent his entire career... At Real Salt Lake. Right. I get that it was an arguably the most thankless position on the field. Especially That's how we not why. especially how we played it when he was running the show. Um I don't know, man. I, f- I feel like even his like celebration was like it was after the fact. It was a little rushed. It was like, oh crap, we gotta get this one in here too. Well, I mean Tony he, deserves he, better than that. He That's announced all. his retirement beautifully. I, I, I beautifully. So a couple of things. And again, we have mentioned this before. I think Tony Beltran is the by far, hands down, bar none, best outside back we have ever had. Either side. I think he is an RSL legend. He, again, kind of like Kyle Beckerman, is RSL. Carries himself, walks, talks, plays Mm -hmm. like RSL. Quite. That's not Kyle Beckerman. Uh, but he's quite, he's he's non-imposing. He just shuts the hell up, plays his position. Plays it well. Carries it out the way it's supposed to be carried out. Mm-hmm. I think his retirement ceremony, the only problem I have with it is that it was not publicized very much. Right. We knew Javi Moe's halftime thing was going to happen like a, a month. month before it happened. Right. I'm pretty sure I learned about Tony Beltran's about 24 hours before it's going to happen. Right. That's my problem. Okay. So that is a problem. Having said that, we don't know if that's how Tony wanted it. We don't know what the sure. circumstances sure. are. Yeah. Did, did Tony maybe not even want something? I mean, it's I possible. I mean, let, let's, let's say this. And, you know, I've done a whole piece defending Delaware Hansen, but he was out there for every one of these ceremonies. Maybe he is trying to get in the limelight. Why else would... What other reason would Deloy Hansen have to be out in the in the limelight with players? Well, I, I thought the ceremony itself was nice. It was not well advertised. I thought fans' reception was nice. I walked away to the stand to the uh, to get in line for beer, mm-hmm. <laughs> and but then I, as soon as I walked over a couple of aisles, I actually went back and watched it. Ma- big mistake. Because the lines were horrible by the time I got out of there. Priorities, man. Priorities. I thought it was a good ceremony. I thought there was nothing wrong with it. I thought he was shown the correct and proper respect. 
he was also shown the proper respect the week before with the whole team that showed up. The fact that the team said, you know, we want to honor you specifically and individually, it says a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's, Chris uh, Winger never got that. I don't remember. Brian Zott, right, you can't Seth compare. never got. I know you can't, sure, but I'm I saying, mean, like, yeah, I mean, he's speaks. obviously he's obviously the upper echelon up there. Chris Wingard? No, Tony. Oh, Belfry. yeah, yeah, okay. I was like, what? Well, Chris Winger too. I think Chris Winger is probably one of the, yeah, one he, of the best ever outside wings we have ever had. Which I think more speaks to the lack of quality we've had on the outside wings than anything. Because you might be thinking about Chris Winger's second stint. It it's very hard to forget those years. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we can we can get on the Craig Weibel. It was it was it was just. I feel like RSL is gonna be a very different, very changed looking team. Are we on to Craig Weibel now? But yeah, we can we can move on to Craig Weibel. Okay, Craig Weibel, general manager of Real Salt Lake. Let me ask you this question, to Baker. Can I just call you Baker, oh, Mr. Baker? I should have been Mr. I Baker. Mr. Baker. Okay, Mr. actually, Baker. I I like Mr. Baker. Mr. No. Baker. Let me ask you this question, uh-huh. if I may. After reading the legal documentation from Mike Petke. Yeah, the complaint. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we went into it in detail in one of our episodes. We literally devoted an entire episode to it. Right, just the legal details. I was going to say we devoted more than one episode to Mike Petke. Yeah. But the, that the, legal, the legal. legal complaint was an episode unto itself. Yes. It was a pretty good one. Arsenal Nation, go listen to it. It's the one where I forget the name. I, I think it we is. We should the, start numbering these, It by is the, way. the greatest legal document ever submitted in the history of court. <laughs> it, it reads better than... It's, I, it, I found it more interesting than the average legal document. Not, oh, that, I read a, not that I read a lot of legal documents in my spare time. I do, and I have. And trust me, it reads way more interesting than any legal document I've ever read. There's even pictures in it of, yes. of, of a cat. text messages and a cat and it's, in there. How often can you say that about a legal document? Cats getting deposed. So when we were talking about that legal document that that was presented by Mike Petke's Mm -hmm. legal team, let's say. Right. A couple of things were called uh, called out about Craig Weibel specifically, mostly conversations that happened between Mike Petke and his representatives and Craig Weibel. Right. In which Craig Weibel indicates he will be gone at the end of this year. Yeah, I'm trying to find the exact like phrasing. And he did not he does not want to quit before the end of the year because he does not I'm going to paraphrase. He does not want to reward Deloy Hansen for the person he is. Right. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I don't think Deloy should be rewarded for being the type of person he is. I think is what he said. After we read the and what that basically means is if he quits now, he gives him time. To find someone to head up the that's off how, season. That's how you and I interpreted yes. it. Yes. At that point, we said there is absolutely no chance in burning hell that Craig Weibel is the GM for Real Salt Lake come next year. You specifically said that. So when this announcement came out, I actually have a Twitter post that has my shocked face, which is not shocked at all. This was the least shocking thing that has happened in Real Salt Lake history ever. I mean, I don't know. I, I think there's some slightly less shocking things that have happened, but uh, it was... I, Big things. I wasn't surprised by it. I was surprised by the timing. 
it was too soon or too late. Yeah, I I thought it would happen at the end of the year. But obviously, ha- it happening at the end of the year has negative consequences for his bosses. So why would it sure, happen at the I, end of the I year? I mean, to be clear, I think it has negative negative consequences. I mean, it has negative consequences either way, but right. it has more negative consequences. Sure, yeah. If you know if you're going, okay, okay. Let, let me let me restate that. Uh, I think I am surprised that the announcement came uh, so early in the season. I could see them like getting their wheel spinning of like, hey, dude, don't bother coming in. Um, you know, you're good. Don't change your LinkedIn. Don't quite. Start publicly announcing you're gone if you could do us that courtesy. We'll go ahead and run this operation without you. Um, and then we'll announce it when it's convenient to both of us. In the meantime, feel free to look for work. Just don't publicly mm-hmm. publicize it. Yeah. You know, I, I think the fact that they're so like, hey, this is happening. He's definitely gone. Deuces. Uh, I think in the press release they said uh, um, mutually agreed to part ways which definitely means he got fired yeah, of course that's that's <laughs> all right so let me ask you this question mm-hmm. what do you think about craig libel we have talked about him we mentioned him multiple times yeah. over the years i know you have a more favorable opinion of him than i do at so, least historically speaking so what, what yeah. do you think this so means? like initially i thought this dude was way out of his element like the first uh it is only in recent years, like last year, year and a half, maybe two years. I'm going to say last year, last year and a half, uh, that he's kind of entered a more favorable light. And, and it's because of dudes like, you know, Nedham and Everton and Demir. And, and you know, he, he's helped kind of build out that roster. He's had a few pretty big losses. I think when they did the split of him just being the guy in charge of soccer operations and putting the roster together and having him having him only focus on that it obviously helped him because you know before he was like in charge of everything when did that happen um i want to say that happened at the start of this year or right at the start of last year well, so what did he do this year isn't isn't everton this year everything's this year yeah well, okay if it's at the start of this year i mean I'm, I'm assuming he didn't start talking to everton in february sure but i i think that helps things and yeah, I, yeah, you know yeah. it, it 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 lightens load all in all I think if in like in 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 like total start of Craig Weibel, end of Craig Weibel, I'd have to give him a pretty average rating, but it's because I didn't think very high of him, highly of him at the beginning, and recently he's kind of entered a more favorable light with me, where I'm like, okay, this guy isn't isn't incompetent at least. I think Ortuño mm-hmm. and Yura. Yeah. Overshadow a lot of the other things. I do think he did a good job with Albert. Jefferson. I think he did a good uh, job with Demir, Jefferson. Ned. Um, yeah, but Everton. look, but look, he's paying them the kind of money that anyone could get them here with. I, wa- I don't know I, about that. I I want him, I, I, I want him to find a Graba boy. They're only a Nick Johnson. Who? Yeah, exactly. They're Nick Johnson only... that played for us, that played for Canada, that went to Toronto. You think him will? Will Johnson, yes. Yeah, don't don't do don't exactly me when you're wrong. You, yeah, exactly. I want him to find. I do think that look, we have at multiple times this year. I think broken the record of homegrown starters in MLS start. Mm -hmm. Part of that is on him, 
and we broke our own records. Those are the records we were breaking. Sure. Right. So it was like, hey, new record set. And who had the last record? We did. I mean, FC Dallas is playing quite a few kids this year as well. Yeah. But I remember the last couple of times we broke that record, number of starters. We had broken our previous record. In some cases, we're tied with like Dallas or something, right? I think overall, he did a good job. I think overall, he's a really good GM for an average middle of the way their team, which coincidentally, I think that's what RSL is right now. An yeah, average, I, I could see that. An average middle of the way there team that will always make the playoffs, that will mostly beat the really bad teams, that will mostly lose to the really good teams. See, that's where I don't, I don't think that's And that true. will mostly never win anything. I think he is a godsend for that job. Your I think Ars- I think RSL beats some good teams fairly regularly, or at least competes with them. Right, that's what I said. Mostly, they also lose to some really bad teams sometimes. Yeah, but that's that's like a Utah. I think it's a Utah thing. You, that RSL was doing that before Craig Bible was uh, in existence. I didn't say it's just doing. Was uh, I'm saying? Yeah, the, 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 I, I get that. that. The mentality. Yes, he, his personal brand is one I also associate with, like. Mediocrity. Mediocrity. Yeah, that's it. I, I, I'm not going to challenge that. I don't know the man personally. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. Um, For what it's worth, everyone that that I've heard from and read from that knows him personally thinks he's an awesome human being. Right. So doesn't mean you're good take, at your job. Right. Told to told. Remember the whole Zlatan Ibrahimovic yes, thing. Yes, you like, can be a jerk and be awesome. a great yeah, soccer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get that. Um, for what it's worth, I, I you think you can be nice and not good at your job. Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, Kassar comes to mind. Um, it, it's, I think you're the, the oversimplification is one that, uh, you, you know, there's a lot of things that go into a soccer team. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, especially the way the MLS is structured, that GMs aren't important because they are. Um, I, I think Craig Weibel mostly did a good job. I was never like, oh, this, like, you know, he never, I never had like blind faith in him of like blank check. You can do whatever you want. Um, but I also wasn't like this guy needs to be fired at the end of this year either. Uh, before all of yeah, you what, were no, no, no. I, I was I, this this year. We last predicted year. Craig Weibel was going to be gone in the off season because I think his contract was coming up. No, it's last year. You're thinking last year or the year before? No, we were no, no, no. Because no, he recently within, resigned one. Right, but I th- I remember us talking within the past couple of months that Greg Weibel nope. should not be here next year. Ah, uh, that's not true. Um. Okay, I was talking about it. Yeah, maybe you're thinking Freddie. We were talking about it. Sure, it's. I think. Uh, I think I was. I was fine with him. He wasn't what was wrong with the club, in my opinion. Okay, but yeah, he, I mean, we don't have to worry about that anymore now. Well, different question. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm kind of glad he's not. He. He's gone. Depending on who we replace him with. Well, yes. Yeah, that's the big. That's the big catch. I would honestly prefer going over a few years a couple of years of experimenting maybe even a couple of years in like at the bottom of the league if necessary oh i think that's coming to eventually get to the top of the league because we're rolling the dice over if i may the next three four years finishing fifth sixth seventh every Mm -hmm. year 
exiting the playoffs in the first or second round at the latest. Maybe one of the next three years making it right. past the first round. So, so if I, it yields at the end of the day a really good team. Right. So you right. You're experiment. saying in four years we have a championship have experiment. team. I mean, for all I know, we hire like a rock star GM. What, what's Lagerwey doing these days? <laughs> no. I heard I'm, he's not coming back. That's not the point. I'm done with the capturing so, lightning twice. Let's see. Let's see, you know, who's out there. We need, we need a head coach. We don't have a head coach for next year. We don't have a GM for next right. year. How the hell are we going to put a team together over the offseason, which may, tells me that we are very probably very close to signing a GM and probably close to signing a head coach. Um, I'm not throwing any names out there. We are? Yeah, we have No, to be. we just fired one. That's why we that's why we fired him so we can hire a new one. You don't fire someone unless you have a replacement lined up somewhere. I think the guy making that ultimately decision is that's exactly the kind of move I expect from our ownership. Um You have very little faith in Deloy Hansen. Here's here's what he, Stop here's being what I'm here's an my concern. Lawyer. Here's my concern. Uh there is way too much talent on the, we have a roster right now. That is capable of winning MLS Cup. Is it on their good is day? Is it on their day? Is it? It is. Hold it on. It is let's on talk their about day. That. I know where you're going next. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Well, let me I, finish my thought. Well, please. On their day, the current roster is capable of beating any team in the MLS. That's a fact. It is the MLS. Any roster is. I mean, Vancouver, sure, you have to do it. You have to be able to do it consistently. Vancouver, who's the worst team in the Western mm-hmm. Conference, just beat LA Galaxy in LA. So right. yes, by that definition, yes, you're right. right. My, I think where the opportunity, like, like in my mind, a GM's job is to help put together that roster and kind of guide the philosophy of the team. But not actually should be in charge of how the team performs on the field. He needs to be aware of it and then you know plan his next moves around that. Where he, I, he needs to hire a head coach. Right. That's where I think RSL's biggest upside is. Love me some Freddie. I was all aboard for the Freddie full-time next year position. I think I've kind of yeah, I've cooled soft, off I've on that. I've up on that, too. Um, I, 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 th- I think that with one or two key pieces, specifically at fullback, I, I think we get a, a higher quality fullback than we're used to seeing. RSL could be an infinitely dan- more dangerous team like top one, two, or three in, in the Western Conference easily, which, in my opinion, means you're competing for MLS Cup because it's so unpredictable. Let's just Go ahead. let's take the current roster, right? Because mm-hmm. when you say one or two pieces, right, those one or two pieces could be literally like Ronaldo and Messi. Yes, they will make your yeah, team better. No, I don't, I don't think of those guys of joining our club Well, of course, soon. no do I, but that's what I'm trying to figure. That's what I'm trying to say. But I'm not saying that. I don't think we're. I don't think we need. Uh, let's just take current Messi roster. or Cristiano Ronaldo. Let's just to take. Win let's take current roster. I okay. think current roster that we have, mm-hmm. and start comparing it along among the league. I think our current roster, just skills wise, capability wise, cannot even touch LAFC. But we literally saw last year that we could. Yeah. And Vancouver just beat LA Galaxy. That's what I'm trying to say. A game doesn't matter. I'm talking about throughout the season. Right, but we don't need to beat them throughout the season. In theory, you just need to be good enough to be in the top okay, half I'm, of, I'm the, ta- of the conference. But you were talking about a roster. You're saying, I think, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, where are you going to say our roster is too good mm-hmm. to not be better than it is right now? Our roster is too good 
to next year be fine with just like, hey, we're going to experiment. We're going to do like, like if that's the case, get rid of Jefferson, get rid of Albert, get rid of Glad, get rid of, get rid of any dude with value and just embrace the fact that you're if and, they're going to save rebuild. money and save money. I, uh, I just think with the current roster and the mm-hmm. current leadership, we're not on the level of an LAFC. We're disagree. not on the level of even the Minnesota right now. Yeah, because Minnesota's on a tear right We're now. We're not on the level of, I would argue, an LA Galaxy. Because disagree. They, because we can beat LA Galaxy. They have, no, their difference makers actually make a freaking difference. We slightly have better finishing their against them. Their difference We're makers make difference. a difference. That's, yeah. that's the difference. So does Jefferson right. against Houston. Their Our difference makers on a regular basis make a difference. They were better against us for 10 minutes. No, you're using anecdotal evidence. Beat us. Yes, you're using that one example. I do not they don't think do that, that regularly. our current roster can keep up. Why couldn't they do it against Vancouver? I do not believe our current roster. Why couldn't they do it against Vancouver? I do not believe our current roster. This is why you and I disagree. Keep I keep asking that it's question. It's not a game. But that's, it's that's the nature of the playoffs. Of, it's literally a game. If we play, let me say it this way. If we play the way we just played against Houston, right, all of next year, yeah, that that would be abysmal. We're the Colorado of next year, I, dude. Colorado's about to make the actually playoffs. Colorado. That, that was like really good. That was a good jab three weeks ago, but suddenly they came back. They're gonna be good next year. Colorado's gonna be great next year. Also, Assuming they, they can hung, hold, they on. are currently playing with absolutely nothing to lose. So you they, can't, you cannot carry that yeah, over. They also have an entire season. I think they put a lot of short-term solutions together. So the, you know, the dude with the crazy hair, their CB, no. uh, Ali Ak- Akbar, I think his name. Oh is. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dude with big like dude. the big dude with the yeah, crazy, their yeah, center yeah, yeah. back. Mm-hmm. So he came, turned their season around. Yep. He was alone. He was alone from uh, I think Columbus without yep. an option to buy. So right now, Columbus, if I'm Columbus, I'm going like, yeah, give me a million for yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Coming back. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, to, to carry on. Keep going. I do not think our roster as is can be can be better over 34 games than an Atlanta team. I don't think... We literally beat Atlanta. That, that this year again, you're talking about a game. Look at the look at the actual, right, but you can't. You hold on. No, you can't you keep, use you a keep, game you against keep changing. Me. You keep using a game of anecdotal evidence again. You're using our game against LA Galaxy as evidence, but then when I point out our game against no, Atlanta, not. you're going that's a game. No, I'm not. I, I think if we play a hundred games against LA Galaxy, we win like sixty-five. Oh, I completely he, disagree. I think we don't win thirty. First I, of all, yeah. thirty by. Statistically, thirty-four will be ties. Right. Yeah. There's so there's that. That. I forgot. I forgot that. Yeah. So yeah, I think probably somewhere closer to like forty-five. I don't think. I do not think our roster is currently good enough. And honestly, I think the new restructure of the playoffs is doing us a favor. We could. We have a. Well, let me rephrase. We have a better chance of going to LA, LAFC specifically, and we beating them in one game, than in a two-game series. Because I fundamentally do not believe we are better than LAFC. I fundamentally do not believe we can beat a Minnesota team in a two-game series. I fundamentally, maybe that's my measure of it, who's better. I fundamentally, and this is home in a way. I fundamentally, right, that's not, and that's not how the players are structured. Right, that's what I mean. I'm, I'm talking about what I think is uh, who's a better team. I, don't, I fundamentally don't think we can beat an LA Galaxy team in a home and away match up 
I do think we beat Seattle, Portland, Dallas. I'm t- again, home and away. Right. Um, obviously, you know, the, I think the rest of the Western Conference, as long as the Chivas aren't back, right? Because they so, had they had our number. Right. So just and, to be clear, in the East, I don't think we beat Philly in a two game series. I don't disagree. think we beat. I don't think we beat NYCFC. The way they're playing now, maybe I don't not. think we beat uh, Atlanta. And here's the dirty little secret: both of the LA teams. Both of the New York teams, especially the the city affili- affiliation one, mm-hmm. Atlanta, and then we get coming into the league Miami and Nashville. Yeah, but we don't you don't know what kind of teams those are going to be. But I know they have. Well, the point I'm about to make doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, 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 to that regard, what I'm saying is all of those teams are not afraid to spend money. Okay. So I think each one of those teams I just named, mm-hmm. minus maybe uh, the Red Bulls, right, will forever have a couple of DPs who make five, six million bucks. Sure, but that's the difference. But RSL, when the year they won it, wasn't the highest paying team. Oh, also, no. yeah. I keep know. in mind that you've listed, let's say, three teams on the West, and I think maybe three teams on the East, probably closer to two. Right, so you've listed a total of like five, six teams. Yes, that are that we can't beat according to you, which I disagree with half of those. Hands down, and I'm not even mentioning. I somebody. disagree. Just to be clear, I disagree with half of those. But there's also another half teams who might beat us, whom I did not mention. I think a two game series against Dallas is real tight. No, it's so, not. Yeah, it no, is. we. Uh, well, you the think way Dallas is playing right now, we break them. Well, okay, not just now. I'm, but but that's the, the, but hold on, no, no, no. Last, Minnesota, Minnesota okay. at the start of the year, just right now. We're talking just right, just right now because okay. that because Minnesota, I think, come if you're if you're playing Minnesota from earlier this year, there's absolutely no way we don't beat them. In but you're not remember. Okay, fine. So so right now we destroy Dallas home and away. Okay. So I th- I think home uh, and away. And away, depending on when in Texas, but I'm pretty sure we get that win. All I'm getting at is you're listing. This is my, I think, the problem I have with like RSL fans. It's there's four or five, six maximum teams that okay, just for the sake of conversation, I'll give it to you. Better than us, we can't beat them. That's the least. What's your measure of better? Let me ask you. Well, of so course, we this, this home and away is is that your measure sure, of better? Sure, I'll, I'll, just okay. for the conversation. Right. For, okay. for I'm just moving it along. Wednesday, Sunday. Home and away. Yes, just yeah. just for the sake of conversation, that still leaves. What is that? Eighteen, seventeen, some odd teams. That in, in thirty theory, in a couple of years, but right? Yeah. In theory, are worse than you. Right, that's my biggest problem. So there are ways to get into Champions League that aren't MLS Cup. That like, and what you gonna do in Champions League? Get that Champions League money. If you're like, okay, and then what you're going to do with that? Get better next year because you have more money. So you can take over some of those teams? Yeah, okay, ideally. So how long is that going to take? A couple years, maybe. How many other teams are going to be in the league in the meantime? I don't know, but as long as you're better than uh, however many of them are below you. This is my worst fear. Mm-mm. You just described my worst fear. You said, yes, you are okay. We're saying there's five, six, whatever teams in the league. I disagree with that, but hands yeah. down, better than you. Right, and I disagree with that, but I gave it to you just to move things along. Okay, how many teams, objectively, in your opinion, in this very moment, there are, are hold on, are okay. better than Real Salt Lake? There are. Let me put it like this: there are zero teams in the league that I think RSL 
can't beat. Don't dodge the question. I'm not very dodging the question. question. I, but that's a very no, no. That's important. That's an important distinction. Consider the body of work yes. over the entire calendar that, year. 19. Right. That's important for me to get out there. There are zero teams right now that I think RSL can't beat. Well, there are zero teams sure. in the world RSL can't beat. No, in RS, competition. RSL. Oh, RSL could never beat Manchester City. They could never. I beat. just saw Manchester City lose to like well, who was it? Southampton or something like. Got demolished. I, I, in, okay, World so, Cup, best club of the universe. You get one game. Croatia RSL's. just made the World Cup final. Yes, it's a strange sport. That's why we love it. But that's uh, you know what I'm getting at. There are teams within this world that play this game that it's just a different yes. league. Like, I understand you, what you're on, saying. You can on. surprise a couple of teams sure, here back and there. to back yes. anytime. Yes. Right. Um the teams that I think in our made-up scenario, home and away, just to get kind of all sample sizes involved, that RSL, you know, can't compete on. Like, like my thing is play them 100 times, who's going to win, tie, whatever, you know, come out ahead. That's not realistic. Two games, home and 100, away. 100, I feel like, is statistically significant. Home and away. I think LAFC would be a pretty Better good shocker. Okay. In the West, that's honestly probably it. You okay? Let's just say it this way. You have to put a uh, hundred bucks of your own money, okay, on RSL beating number two right now. I think is Minnesota or Seattle, home and away. Uh huh. So forget the bottom dwellers. I don't care okay. about Vancouver. I agree. I don't care about who else is down there. You know what? Colorado and below. I don't care about. Okay. So we're talking Portland. San Jose, FC Dallas, Minnesota, LA Galaxy, LAFC, okay. Port, yeah. Which SKC. of those teams? Forget, because I, I know you're 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 gonna say more yes than no. Which of those teams do you not put your money on? Uh, explain the scenario. I don't follow. Home and away. Home and away. Which yes. team do I not put my money on? Yeah, uh, RSL's playing LA or San Jose or Portland. Home and away. You have to put your money on. RSL advancing. Okay. That's your only bet right. possible. Whom are we playing? We're definitely where, getting where, San Jose. Where, you, where you do not put your money on them. Who does RSL have to play for me not to bet my money on RSL? Home and away, yes. LA, FC. That it? You feel comfortable? Do you think we're the favorites in a Minnesota United no, but that's home and away? That's not the question. Okay. That's not the question. All right, make it a higher amount of money. <laughs> okay. Maybe that's what the downside was. Who, uh, rephrase, forget betting, because you're a betting man. Whom are we not favorites against? Okay, we're not favorites against a bunch of teams. That I can talk about all day. That's all I'm trying to say. For the right, but that's minutes. that's a dumb Tell entry. me, which ones are we not favorite against LAFC, in the West? LA, I mean, probably everyone above us right now. I think LAFC, Minnesota, LA Galaxy... That's probably it, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. That's so probably we, we, it. I, I think we're favorites home and away against Seattle, who is above us yes. right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think Definitely, that's it. I would the two. say everyone below us, mm -hmm. especially at this point. All right, how about in the, in the East? Home and away, us against NYCFC. the East. NYCFC. I don't watch enough of the East, I think, to be to talk about it. NYCFC. Home and away. So they have to come to Rio Tinto. Yeah, home and away. Wednesday, it might, Sunday. It might literally just be NYCFC. RSL's playing 
Atlanta, mm-hmm. home and away, you you think we're favorites? Yeah, man, Atlanta's struggling right now. Mm, are yeah, they though? Yeah. They're coming back alive. Not having your key players yeah, kind of a big yeah, deal. There's that. There's yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, and they just lost to NYCFC. And just to be clear, when he was here, we beat them 2 1. Yep. I think we're all. We, RSL home, usually looks good in Atlanta. Home and. No, we don't. We, we got beat, won. but we, yeah. we hung in there. Yeah. Um, I think home and away, I would be scared to death of uh, Philly. Overrated. Philly is that like grinded out dirty team that will beat you when you least expect it. And in Philly they're playing in front of like twelve hundred people or something, like twelve people. They will still beat you. Uh I would be so yeah. So here's my problem. I do not see a path for us. Forget all the others that are coming in. Because I think Nashville is coming in guns blazing. No. No, I think they are they're gonna be Minnesota first year. Nope. They're going to be the new FC Cincinnati. Well, I'm not even talking just one year. I'm talking about like they're coming in guns blazing. I think they're going to spend some good money on some good players. That family that owns that team is really, really rich. I think Miami is coming in guns blazing. Did you see that first signing? I'm not, I'm not worried about Miami. Did you see that first signing? No. David Silva from Manchester that's, City. Is that official? Yes. That I don't think that's official. It's official. I'm going to look it up right now on the okay. website. Um, I think Austin, well, Austin, I haven't heard much about Austin yet, but I think they'll come in guns blazing. As the league stands, I do not have faith that RSL is a top five team in the league. As it stands right now, and I'm not seeing a path forward. I can, I, I can just continue seeing both of the LA teams spending big money. I can continue seeing that someone like a Seattle is going to retool because I don't think they'll do well this year, so they'll retool. Can I interrupt you real quick? I can just see. Uh, there's no way. Can and, I interrupt you real quick? Yeah, go ahead. So the latest news, and on on their site, nothing, uh, and their site being Inter Miami. That's such a dumb name, by the way. Uh, yeah, Real Soccer. It's so much Silva better. to become Inter Miami's first marquee signing. So rumor mill. And the week before that, it was Cavani. So until name. To paper, I'm not worried. Okay. So it's going to be Cavani or Silva. That's not the point. It's not. It's, it's David, not going to be either of those guys. It's. it's da- I guarantee you it's not going to be either of those guys. It's David freaking, I uh, kind of wish it was one of those guys. It's, it's not going to be. It's David Beckham and it's Miami. It's not going to happen. What else do you need? I, I mean, understand. I get that. More, I, you, know this, what, you know what I this would is prefer, a honestly? Com- this is a comp- Rowdies. This I prefer is, the Rowdies. That's not the point. The reality is David Beckham and Miami. This is this is a sexier combination than LAFC and who the hell ever is running him, like Magic Johnson and Mia Hamm and that whole group of people. It's David Beckham and Miami. We we we're gonna hate it. I already hate this team, and it's not even here. Miami does not deserve yeah. a soccer yeah, team. Yeah, I'm sure I'm going to hate them, Miami, but not because Miami they should, signed Silva. Just to be Miami fair. should not be even not even be the next Florida MLS team. Like you said, the Rowdies should be the next MLS team in Florida. But they're going to have the big, sexy names, big, sexy players. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Having said that, uh, having said that, even NYCFC, I think NYCFC is going to continue spending money. They have that pipeline from the Manchester City um, 
um, academy, so they're going to get better. What I'm trying to say here, to recap how mm-hmm. we got here. Right. I have very bad feeling. I think someone like a, a Craig Weibel. That's what we were talking about originally, just to be clear. <laughs> a Craig Weibel oh would have, could have kept RSL relevant. Mm-hmm. We would have probably made the playoffs every year. It would have been close, just like this year. It would have been this year every year. We would never win a thing. I think it's time for a shakeup. And I guess like a half hour after we started talking about Craig Weibel, what I'm trying to say is... We're still talking about Craig Weibel. I'm okay. I think it's time for Craig Weibel to shake up. So, I'm, sh- I'm sure he was a nice yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was a good manager. I just... He did not take the... He should have taken more risky moves. He did a couple of times. And they failed. Sure. You live I, and die by the sword. I, I think... I think... Oh, here's the thing. If everything was just normal and it was another year and, you know, our former head coach wasn't suing the team and like leaking personal secrets i'd be cool with like hey time is shit I, if some if last year they're like hey we're gonna fire craig weibel you know we we feel like it's it's a little too status quo and that was like the the company line right i'd get that i'd be i you i wouldn't bat an eyelash i would be like yeah i mean i'm i'm i think i tend to be a little on the safer side especially as far as like employee turnover because you do have to keep you know keep in mind who's replacing this guy but right. i'd get it my problem is how it's happening it, it it isn't like it they're not shaking it up because like they don't think he's doing a great job it's in all likelihood craig weibel said some things about his boss and then his boss found out like that's probably what happened we don't know for certain we weren't there when craig weibel was uh when craig weibel agree, agreed to mutually part ways right <laughs> with you know we weren't there but uh that's I think that's one of the things. It, it has a real cancerous feeling. It, it's not the type of thing healthy organizations do. Um, that's where a lot of my worry is. After all of that stuff came out. All that stuff being the, the Petke's complaint? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what one thing this does, this move does do? It kind of, all of a sudden, Petke isn't this like, you know, and, and I don't believe this, but like the 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 perception of this like mad lunatic raving about how he was done wrong, all of a sudden, oh hey, there's other people leaving. There's there's credibility to Petke's story. Right. Okay. It legitimizes some of what he said, I feel like. I think after all of the legal papers came out, including what Craig Weibel said. Mm-hmm. I think this is specifically around what Craig Weibel said. There's a lot wrong. What if your employee Mm -hmm. comes out saying that tomorrow? Let me put it like this. I would hope. Not the point. What if your employee... I know you're going to do the whole, like, I hope I wouldn't get there. Yes, I get that. If my my employee said, hey, so so me and my coworker, uh, my coworker goes to my my employer and says, Bakir said this about you, Right. I would hope that I have the kind of employer that then goes, hey, did you actually say this? And I have the right to say yes or no. If my employer just fires me without asking my side of the story, that's not an employer I want to be associated with to begin with, and they're just really doing me a favor long term, which I hope isn't the case at RSL, but from what we hear, it very well might be. What I think uh, may or may not have happened, this is how I'd like to imagine in a perfect world, 
hey, Craig Weibel, these things came out. Is this true? Did you say these things about me? And then depending on the moral character and, and standing of the, the individual we're talking about, hey, uh, I did say these things and, and, and you know, I, I did say it. There's a recording. You should know. Okay, cool. Uh, you're fired. That's what I, That's how I hope it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's like, oh, hey, he said this, you're fired, or, or he said you said this, that that's not that's not a healthy organization either. Th- run- there's no way to frame this where I'm like, oh, okay, the employer's in the right here. If I'm running a, a, a company, because mm-hmm. there's always the high like high level approach what's it called the the take the high, high moral high ground the whole high ground approach that that's like oh i would have never gotten there and if and this and this and this no 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 mine is not if the moral I'm running high ground a, if i'm running a company especially a company that in large part deals with media right that they deal with the public yeah it's entertainment it's, it's always entertainment it, it, it's public facing that, by its nature that is what it is that's what people sometimes forget about the the business of soccer, mm-hmm. all other sports as well, but in this case, soccer. And my employee comes out saying this, especially if I'm the owner and he's supposed to be my GM. Yeah. Which is literally the guy supposed to run your whole show. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't already lost trust in him, by the way, if you don't have trust in literally your number two in this case, so the guy sure. is actually supposed to run the club for you, this is when you lose trust. He's gone. I think he's gone before that goes public. You cannot have that out there. I mean, what what, what are the talking points if he's not fired? No, no, I, I I get it. But the fact that he's fired means that that... So to me, the fact that he's fired is the, the smoking gun or whatever you want to call it that what Petke said, Craig Weibel said, is true. Oh, we already said that. Yeah, I totally believe that. What yeah, Pe- yeah, yeah. Petke, what Petke said is true. Yeah, I, I have in, in no which, problem with that. I, I get it. I understand. Like to me, I I get that. I understand the, I understand the rationale behind that firing, but the fact that your number two feels this way, is the problem that is leading to these events. It, it's not like he feels the, feels this way in a vacuum. It's, it's not like Craig Weibel woke up one morning and decided, hey, I think Deloitte Hansen's a bad guy. Do you Things think it was happened. wrong to fire him? Do I think it was wrong to fire Craig Weibel for what he said? Do you think it was wrong to fire Craig Weibel? No. Everything that's happened? No. No. No, I do not. Okay, so you, th- you agree with the firing? With the firing of Craig Weibel for what Craig Weibel did, yes. Okay. What I don't agree with is the events that led to Craig Weibel feeling the way he felt. Okay, we don't have time to talk about that. That's, that's a that, very that's a, important that's thing a to talk about. Hour episode. That's the that's and that's the that is. This is not the Craig I, Weibel I th- episode. I think if you go onto Twitter and you like read like what the average RSL fans' concern right now is, it is that the average is, person on Twitter is a moron. I mean, I think you could make the argument that the average person is a moron or well, I am. I am an average person on Twitter, so I <laughs> hey, include myself no. in there. I'm not. I'm not taking I'm the a average moral moron. high ground. No, it, it, it's 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 fundamentally. It is a it is a scenario that is extremely worrisome, especially as the off season's coming. So this is an off season episode. We have like nine by now. I have a list actually somewhere. I, oh I, nice! I started. A I also list. think Arsenal Nation should tell us what they wanna what they want us to yeah. talk about in the off season. Yeah, we have like a whole list in the off season. We have the whole. We need a whole Nick Romando thing. We need a whole is Kyle Beckerman leaving. 
you know, uh, there's there's a bunch of stuff in the offseason, new GM, new coach. Uh, you know, we'll see what actually, because at this pace, in the next two weeks, we'll have a whole new set of talking points. <laughs> we don't know I, what's yeah, happening. I, I mean, right? it, the, the, the... Let's, get, let's get into one other last thing today, because we're north of an hour already. RSL did just win against uh, uh, Houston at home. They're, Barely. They're on the road against Vancouver Barely. next week. One important thing that has happened during this time is RSL has officially clinched the playoffs. Yeah. No matter what happens in Vancouver next week, Real Salt Lake can finish no lower than fifth place in the West. Correct. Also, no matter what else, what happens... Excuse me. Elsewhere, including RSL winning in Vancouver, RSL can finish no higher than third Correct. in the Western Conference. Let's talk about this real quick. Let me just run down the scenarios real quick. So next week, mm -hmm. Real Salt Lake is traveling to Vancouver. Vancouver is currently 12th out of 12 in the Western Conference. Which means they beat us like 6-0. Dead last. Also, this is the Vancouver team that just beat... The L.A. Galaxy. Yeah, that was All a right. weird game. In L.A. All Correct. Right? So, we're going to Vancouver. We have 50 points. The, at the very same time, on the very same Sunday, L.A. Galaxy is traveling to Houston, mm -hmm. a team we just barely beat at home. Right. Also Houston, the team that knocked out L.A. Galaxy uh, out of the playoffs in L.A. last year and, and got us in. Right. If anyone remembers 12 months ago. Good times. So LA Galaxy is one point ahead of us at 51. Mm -hmm. Then we get to positions three and two. Right. Number two in the West is Minnesota at 53 points. Mm -hmm. Right behind them is Seattle. Right. At also 53 points. Important factor to remember here. Both of those clubs have 15 victories right now. Mm -hmm. So both are three points ahead of us. With the exact same number of wins. We all know the first tiebreaker is the number of wins. Right. So let's just reverse the whole thing. Scenario. LA, I mean, Real Salt Lake travels to Vancouver next week. Mm -hmm. Let's say they win. Everything everything that's worth discussing stipulates an RSL. Right, because otherwise we're fixed. Just get that out of the and way. The, the, yep. the, yeah. So uh, if Salt Lake does anything other than win, so if Salt Lake ties or loses in Vancouver, Fifth place. No need to talk about it No further. need to talk about it. Yeah. Yes. You were playing either at Minnesota, Seattle, or L.A. Correct. Right? Mm -hmm. If Real Salt Lake wins next week, here are the scenarios. All right. few things can happen. L.A. Galaxy beats Houston in Houston, mm -hmm. in which case they stay ahead of us. Correct. Right? They would have 54 points. We have 53 in mm -hmm. that case. Another thing that can happen, Minnesota is playing Seattle. They are both three points ahead of us. If they tie, right, they both stay ahead of us. Yes. So if just to recap real quick, if if RSL wins, LA Galaxy wins, and Minnesota and Seattle tie, mm -hmm. we stay in fifth. We stay in fifth. LA Galaxy goes to second. Right. Minnesota falls to third. Seattle goes to fourth. So we would be going to Seattle. Seattle in that Which case. would be good. Yes, I would take that. However, again, we win. Yep. Let's just say LA Galaxy wins in Houston. And then either of Minnesota or Seattle win mm -hmm. that game. Right. We jump to fourth. Uh, if 
doesn't it, matter. No, no, no. It matters. No. It, it's in one of those we jump to third. If, no, no. If LA wins uh-huh. and one of Soda or Seattle wins, we go to fourth. We cannot jump LA Galaxy and we cannot okay, yeah, jump the LA, winner yes, of that yes, team. Okay. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. So we do not mm. in any way, shape, or form want a tie between Minnesota and Seattle. We right. want someone to win. And what we really, really want is who's third? Well, so hold on. That's that's yeah. the third. Mm-hmm. All right. So then the, the last scenario here is one off, it doesn't matter, Minnesota or Seattle wins. No, I think it's like Seattle. I think it's the lower one has to beat the upper one. No, it doesn't matter because we have the same number of wins. And if if one of them loses, we will have the same number of points with one more victory. That's the first tiebreaker. They have each one of us, Minnesota, Seattle, and RSL have 15 victories. Yes. So if one of the two, Minnesota or Seattle, wins, LA Galaxy, anything but wins at Houston. So loses or ties. Mm -hmm. And we, again, predicated on us winning at Vancouver. We can jump to third. Right. In which case... If Galaxy loses, they could jump to they, they could drop to fifth. At that that no no that one depends on what happens between uh, FC Dallas San Jose. No 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 yeah, it doesn't. N- yeah it, it does. does not. No no yes, I'm not does. talking about our opponent. Oh okay. Yeah I'm talking about who drops a fifth. In that case, if LA Galaxy does not win, mm-hmm. so even if they tie or lose, one of the two between Minnesota and Seattle wins, they fall to fifth, and we win. It becomes the winner of Soda, Seattle, mm-hmm. second, RSL third, the loser of Minnesota, Seattle, fourth, LA Galaxy fifth. Right. If that works out that way, I'm not even touching like six, seven, eight, yeah, that's nine. Between, that's, that's just that's, and it's winning in. I think San Jose is like playing. Well, Portland and Dallas are winning in basically. So San point. Jose, cause, because I think San Jose is playing one of those two. There you go. Yeah, it's uh, it's Portland at forty six, Dallas at forty five, San Jose at forty four, yeah, and Colorado at forty two, right. But Colorado is playing. Colorado has like one percent chance or something. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. anyways, that's what's happened. That, those are the playoff scenarios right now. Wild, wild west. Oh, it doesn't okay. stop. Actually, it's less wild than I thought it was going to be by this point. I totally thought we're going to the set last weekend of the year. Right. Third through ninth still being yeah. all available. It, the the West kind of imploded on itself across the board. I feel like Minnesota was like, hey, we're going to kind of keep winning here and playing more or less well. Uh, and then everybody else was just like, what is soccer? San Jose comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, they're Dallas like five. Comes to mind. Dude, so the San Jose Ultras did the thing I hate the most <laughs> today on Twitter. Mm. They released this thing on Twitter where it was like, we're being targeted. We've always been the outsiders. Uh, we are like we, t- you know, we take our shirts off and we chant, and we don't conform to MLS. Who's targeting them? The MLS. Like, here's the thing: you and I, we're RSL fans. The right. fact that the universe hates us is this God-given right. Yeah, that we That's just every have. sports fan right. in the history but of the world. But they did yeah. this thing where, like, all other fan groups and supporters groups just bow down. Like, there's the way they support is plastic and fake, and San Jose Ultras are the only real ones. And I'm like, guys, it's not our fault that your official, your uh, your coach can't, you know, 
keep his mouth shut. Like, that's not on us. He keeps getting ejected from games. So they feel like they're being, like, targeted. Right. And it's like, you guys aren't— We can relate to that. No, no, I get that. I get that. And They're going to get burned in, like, three, four years when he says some things he shouldn't say. Um, But, like, it was the most, like, the way we support is the right way to support, and everyone else is a big, fat, phony. And it's just like, I thought we grew out of this by, like, MLS 2.0. It's just embarrassing. If there's any San Jose fans, like I, I felt sympathy for them after the Atlanta game because they really did get cheated. But like, dude, cut, yeah, like, look, cut the crap. Let people support how they want to support. Everyone gets cheated. We have gotten cheated. Every, I mean, no, no, no one has ever lost a soccer game in the history of the world and been like. You know what? Yeah, it, we were just not good enough today. No, it's <laughs> Turns always out they're like, good. Yeah, it's always the refs. Yeah, that this, that that. I mean, for Christ's sake, Portland was it? Portland or Seattle won MLS Cup on an out of bounds ball. Remember that? Yeah, like dude, that'd that was... be something. We lost an MLS Cup. Remember, like the uh, the, the Ar- Ariel Correa that was not a yellow. Ari. What's his name? Collian. Yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah the bold dude. Um, I mean, he made a tackle on already a yellow card. He made a tackle that by itself should be a red card. Didn't even get a yellow card for it. Then goes on to like get the equalizer that takes us to overtime. Yeah, yes, I remember that. Like, like his cheated. his second tackle was a red unto itself. On itself, and he was already on a yellow. He was the last right. man. He was just, I mean, everything was, I mean, it was nothing. Yeah. Shit happens. And yeah, yeah, MLS. You know, I, I think of teams that I think the MLS could be against. I'm thinking, I think Kansas City is a team the MLS again, is against, right? I can even make a case for like the, the, the Texas teams the MLS could be against. I can never make a case that the MLS is against any of the New York teams any of the L.A. teams, any of the Seattle teams, even Portland. I mean, if you're the MLS, you want a final. You want more games between Seattle and Portland. You want the sure. L.A. L.A. You want the New Yorks. You want New York L.A. That's why Miami is in. You want Miami L.A., right? That's that's where those things come from. I yep. get that. San Jose is not even on the radar. Like, dude, just you guys were in charge why was no one complaining the first three quarters of the season right they, when they were masters of their own fate yeah they were in masters of like becoming second in the west they might have been one of the last contenders for the actual western conference even though that ship sailed pretty early did you did you know voldemort as i like to call him and his, his i started to do a little googling because i was uh-huh. so ariel colin yep is still technically actively playing philadelphia union he's had one appearance this year yeah. I don't think he's retired yet. At least not from what I can tell. Blows my mind. Someone's gonna keep signing you checks, but I help. Anyway, you. sorry Anyways, for the let, tangent. Let's, let's get to let's, let's get wrap back it up. to the to the playoffs real quick. So we made the playoffs. Yes. Before decision day. And and it sounds like wait, we have a thing, don't we? Does it clap? No. No, it's not clapper. Ah, that's not the one. No, that one's awful. No, don't do that one. one. We nope. don't have a clapper. Ah, we had the clap. The th- number three was a clapper. I like I like a soft gentleman who <sighs> clapped, though. We could have put that in there. So we made the playoffs. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. It seems like, according to the numbers, 538, whatever, mm-hmm. says 33% chance of us making us making it a, a, a home playoff game. Yep. Sorry, I keep hitting stuff. 
I think there's a 33% chance of us winning in Vancouver because of how we've been playing lately. Sure. Here's what I'm saying. If we win in Vancouver, okay, and that's, by the way, we've been playing lately, a big if. Sure. I think we have a home playoff game. Mm. Dude, I wish I had that level of optimism. I, I, ju- I just don't see Minnesota and Seattle tying because that would really? have to happen. I see them tying. So that's the thing I'm most worried about. Uh, I don't think that's gonna see, happen. I, I see. I feel like I just, LA. I just, as you can see, both of those things happen. I cannot see a combination of Minnesota and Seattle tying, and LA beating Houston. See, I think, I think LA is gonna lose to Houston. Two, okay, then we're fourth. Then we have a home playoff game. If LA loses, we're fourth. If well, provided we win in Vancouver, and if Minnesota and Seattle, yeah, tie. we're still fourth. LA is one point ahead okay, of us. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. They, my, they, in, they can even tie Houston. In my, uh, the scenario I envisioned was LA losing or tying Houston. If we, in that case, we, I think we win we in win. Vancouver. We have a home playoff game. Right. And please, God, I want a home playoff game. It'd please. Be nice. Yeah, we need it. We definitely need it. Uh, uh, no, I, I don't I, want it to be over. How a, did this season already pass? Yeah, dude, I feel like just yesterday we were trying to figure out how to pronounce the uh, uh, Japanese third league teams. <laughs> right. I was like, dude, From I don't know, I don't know how to say this. Like, like I'm not reading this out into the mic. This. Do you remember? Let's take it back. Do you remember the mics we recorded on when we did that? Dude, I actually a couple of days ago listened to one of the old uh, episodes. It's good times. How did anyone listen to us? I mean, it was like 20 people at the time. Yeah. It's like 25 now, yeah. so <laughs> growth. <laughs> Don't flatter yourself like 22. Yeah, it was um, no man. It's it's yeah. It's it's gone by way too quick uh, as far as regular regular season goes. I hope we have uh, one more, you know, at least one more home game, if not more. Um, we just just rolled. I die. think we have one more home game, and I'm calling this season a huge success. See, that's that. My concern is this feels like the last year that there is. And once again, I'm. It's just my nature to be kind of like worried. Um, I think this is the last year that there is enough stability that I think we actually have a chance of going deep and doing some damage. And that's a good postseason podcast, if you say so. I just feel like next year it's going to be just chaos. Are we wrapping this thing up? Is that yeah, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. You know what we need to do? What we need to check the poll. Oh, what was Go the ahead. question? Check the poll. Basically, if no is winning, you owe me a burrito. <laughs> yeah, no is winning. It's not just winning. Well, you Go ahead. Did, you did indicate. Go ahead and read the numbers. You did indicate like super. Yes, because the original. Super clearly, I will not let you do that again. No, because the question you. The question was, do you think that having the number nine retired in previous years resulted in RSL not being able to sign a striker, as you dictated? And there was 230 votes. That's 19% says yes, 81% says no. Okay. All right. I can't wait for my burrito. Color me surprised. I'm leaving Friday morning, so I have to be before Friday. I can wait. Wait, are you not going to be uh, watching the game? I will be, just not from here. All right. Yeah. Arsenal Nation, post-match cookie will be decided off air. Adios. Loves you.